When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Simpler communications. This is a production of ITM Media. Yes, we are back here with the entire crew here at Ramblin' About Race and very happy to bring you episode 145, the playoff brackets that we have coming up here. Make sure to fill out yours and submit them to inthemarbles at hotmail.com and you will be entered into win if you get the perfect bracket for a Ramblin' About Race and t-shirt and pint glass for your beers. But hello everyone again, Matt Beamer here alongside... Charlie Herkus, new father, Austin Reeves, and guess what? He's back, although via via the Zoom and or via the stream yard here that we have here. Preston Lude here, and I'm going to start off with Austin here. Austin, buddy, how's it going? Congratulations on the birth of your son and daughter. How's everything, man? Because, and I ask you this first because when Preston's daughter was born, we talked about his daughter's birth. When my daughter was born, we talked about her birth. Now we're going to have to hear about what's going on with you and your birth. How's mom? How are babies? How's everything? Oh, they're, they're doing good. Um, a little bit earlier than expected. Uh, we like to do things backwards here. We like to put the carriage in front of the horse, I guess. Um, they're doing good. She's doing good. Uh, they're in the NICU. Uh, basically what happened is Monday morning she woke up. Um, she had some fluids leaking and then come to find out her, her water broke. Um, so I continued to work and then she called me and was like, Hey, look, I need to get here. And that was Monday and went home Monday night to go to work Tuesday because basically she was going to stay there for two months until the kids were born, you know, 35, 36 weeks. 
I'm standing at work, get a phone call, like, hey, I need you here, like, yesterday. I literally walk in, they throw me some scrubs, I walk in, and they're cutting her open, snatching kids out. Um, but they're doing good. Um, you know, they're, they're on the NICU, but they, every time I go down there to check on them, they're doing good. Uh, no breathing or no uh, respiratory is hooked up, uh, so they're, they're doing pretty good. Good, man. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Congratulations on fatherhood. And I think the next big question is, are you going to be making it to Talladega? Not so much for a send-off here, but more of, I think, uh, Charlie and I will get there and welcome to fatherhood party. Ah, that'd be, that'd be pushing it. Um, Uh-oh. That's, it's going to be pushing it. I know it's in October. Um but uh, we'll have to see how that goes. All right, buddy. Well, best of luck. I'm, I'm just glad your mo- uh, the mom's doing well, your wife's doing well, and the babies are doing well. Congratulations on the birth of your children. Hey, really happy for you, man. Yeah, she's doing good. It was a little bit of painful, but I just told her, hey, look, you know, that's what I feel like when a race gets rained out, so we're all doing ah. good. <laughs> okay, man. Well, I don't, I don't think it's quite the same. If I pulled down on my wife, I yeah, think she would – I don't think it's, it's the same. It's pretty painful when a race gets it, right. It, you know, it, it, it stings a lot, especially when you drive two hours and it rains out. So I, yeah. I, I, knew it, what she, I knew what she was going through. The second thing I want to talk to you about is congratulations on coming back after two years of not being in the car and winning at South Alabama Speedway. There's the trophy for everybody to see if you're watching us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, or Twitter. There's the trophy. Congratulations, man. Charlie and Austin talk about the race. I'm going to start off with Austin first since he's victory lane. But before we get that, that trophy's cool, but it ain't got crap on these two little things. That, that's I, true. That's very true. You know, I can I can shut that piece of plastic out in the yard over a lawnmower. Um, yeah, it felt good to be back in the car for two years. Um, you know, I never really quit going to the races. I always showed up and helped Charlie. I left work Friday uh, a little earlier to get down to help Charlie with the cars, load them up. I don't like to just show up and drive. Um. Saturday was just, you know, a normal race day for me. Just kind of relaxed, chilled out. Um, ran first practice, we were dog crap, to say the least. Uh, I think we, like, seventh out of nine cars. I uh, ran, like, a 1790. And, you know, from, you know, helping Charlie weekend, I know we were slow. Uh, later to start in the rear. Um, jokingly, I told everybody that asked me why I started in the rear. I said it's going to make my victory lane speech a lot better. Um, we rode around. I think I hit every groove, every piece of grass on the track. Never ran the same line, uh, but we we're having fun. Uh, Chuck and Brandon spotted for me. Uh, Chuck was my main spotter, and Brandon was in three and four at the blind spot, uh, helping me with starts and restarts. Uh, we had a caution at lap 11. Uh, Charlie spun out, uh, hit some oil. I had been complaining for two laps and stuff on the windshield. He just happened to catch it, spin out. And then on the initial restart after that, we uh, – Kind of missed the corner a little bit. Um, just, you know, I don't know what was going on in my mind. I just missed the, missed the corner and I ran the second groove and they came over the red. I was like, Hey, that, that looked good. Do it again. And uh, I think I passed two cars on the outside and then we started riding around. We didn't have another caution until like lap 23 and I went for fourth to second. I was just planning on riding around finishing getting a trophy. Y'all, hey, that's, we drove down here and got a trophy. That's cool. The, uh, the radio communications picked up. Uh, there were some mean and harsh words of encouragement that came over the radio from Brandon and Chuck. Uh, if you have thin skin, they probably would have hurt your feelings. So it was a restart with 23 to go. Basically, a green-white checker situation. Uh, hunger on the outside. 
going down the back stretch. I cleared him, but the caution came out, so he had to re-rack and do it again. Um, I figured that he got the information that I was going to take the high side, um, and he was going to block my run. Didn't have a good restart. Um, done the same thing, ran the high groove, throttled up. It didn't, It stuck. Didn't have to chase the front end, anything like that. Um, going down the back stretch, I saw him come up. Um, I told myself then I wasn't lifting. He squeezed me in the wall. I damn near took the back stretch wall down with me. Um, and then coming out of four, I heard the best words I'd heard all weekend. Clear at the back door, drive out your windshield. And uh, then he said, no pressure from behind. And I know from spotting, no pressure means he's five cars or better. And we crossed the finish line first. So don't ask me how we did it. I couldn't have done it without everybody that helped me. I, but it felt good to drive a car, and it really felt good to win a race, especially after two years. Well, congratulations, buddy. Now, Charlie, what happened on your weekend that – I mean, I, I didn't catch the replay. I caught the end, but I didn't know what car Austin was in. I didn't even know he won until I saw his Facebook post. So tell us what happened during your weekend, man. Was it yes, another chain so, issue? Yes and no. Uh, I, so I'm not sure if the chain was an issue because of spinning out. So, but we showed up and, you know, we're, we're right there on pace. We were third fastest in practice. And, and that was without even really pushing it. I mean, we just went out there to kind of clean off tires and we, we went up top after to go across scales, check ride heights. And, and that was more or less just to go up there and make sure Austin was good on ride heights and made a couple of adjustments on his car. And that was really it. And I was just going to go out there and race and, it's it's so funny. I guess that's it for Preston. Yeah, um, Preston's gone. Yep. Uh, so uh, it's fun while it lasted, I guess. Uh, so it, it's so weird because I had just ran my best lap of the race right as I hit whatever was on the track because that car came around with me so fast that I, I just didn't have any time to react or anything. So And I had been hollering for five laps to, like, hey, there's – it's all over my windshield. Uh, there's something being put down on the track. We had told track officials and everything. It, it took me spinning out and backing into the wall and, and something breaking along with, you know, just tearing up the rear end of the car before caution decided to get thrown or anything like that. So I hate it. It happened. It definitely probably hurt me in points. Um, and it's almost impossible for, for for me to do anything in a points championship now, I'm sure. But it is what it is. We parked it. Uh, Austin got him a win and definitely went up there and helped him clear tech. Happy for him. Definitely happy for him in the fatherhood side of it because I, I was talking to him today uh, about it. And I was like, man, you, you only think you know what love is until, uh, until you bring a child in this world. And then you really know what, what love is for sure. So... It was a good weekend. Austin did come down here and help load them up. But, man, I'll tell you, he, he got out there and drove and won the race, and that was it. I mean, he he didn't help tear the car down for tech. He didn't help really Whoa, load time nothing time up. Time out, time out, time out, he, he went home. He went home, and I unloaded these dang things by myself. Really ain't heard from him since. Well, he has been a bit busy, I'm sure. 
just just a little bit, not a lot, but just, yeah, a, not, little just bit. a little bit. But <laughs> Charlie, bit. Charlie, I have to say that <laughs> you you saying that about uh, having a child and bringing a child into the world is the truest statement ever oh, yeah. ever mentioned here man. on this show. I, I, I don't know what I would do without uh, my immigrants. So yeah, it, I mean, I mean, well, that, that is my light right well, there. That is my sole purpose for getting up that. every morning. Yeah, cheers to that, so. gentlemen. Cheers to fatherhood and yep. and welcome to it, buddy. Get ready. Hang on, and he's still got the hospital bands on. <laughs> yeah, I got. Yeah, it. I mean, so I was telling Austin though, like Austin said, they're going to be in a NICU for like another you know seven to eight weeks, oh, wow. which weeks. easily clears Talladega weekend. Still, I mean, I'll leave that up to you because you you well, really have to have a race car this weekend, so I'll let you handle that. Instead. Yeah. I'll I'll see what I can do. Well, good luck with that, man. That's that's uh. If if Austin doesn't make it to Talladega, that's okay. Ah, if Austin doesn't make it to Talladega, we have a ticket to give away. We have two tickets, probably. Oh, two tickets to give away. Yeah, because uh, Eddie won't make it either. Yeah, I don't so, think, yeah, if I don't go, Eddie won't go. So there's two tickets out there. So we'll yeah. let we'll keep everybody up to that date on that. Hopefully, Eddie and Austin can go. Jason <laughs> could fill a slot there at Talladega. He said. We'll bring it up here on the screen right now. Kaboom. We already got a participant. That's good. I'm glad everything's going well. I would say how's Preston doing yeah, going well there. We're not giving away tickets because that means i got to give Austin and Eddie their $300 a piece back. So let's... You might have to do that anyway. <laughs> you, you might... <laughs> that, that, that cash has already been spent. Yeah, hang, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Those new set of tires I ran a couple races ago. Um, yeah, hey, uh, <laughs> there's, a tool, there's a toolbox in that trailer. <laughs> For a reason. Well, I'm glad everything's going well. Uh, hopefully, Preston can come back to the show. Hope everyone's doing well out there. First person to give us $300 can get a ticket. Well, I don't think that's the way it works, buddy. Oh, that's the same way. <laughs> okay, well, fair enough. Well, <laughs> hope everyone's doing well out there, whether you're watching this on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, or Twitter. Really do appreciate you showing up here or if you're regular, on your Thank regular you podcast. Ah, and look who just decided to show back up. Preston Lude showing back up here. Preston, buddy, how's it going? Your mic's muted. And, well, well I'm muted. <laughs> okay, there you go. Hey, yeah, Preston, how's it going, buddy? Oh, now can now you can hear me. Now we can hear you. Okay, it helps if you unmute to Mike Preston. How's it going there? Uh, before we continue on with the show, how's it going, man? With everything, your wife, kids, shoulder, <laughs> everything's fine. <laughs> we got a little measuring contest going on here. <laughs> but Preston, man, what's up, buddy? Nothing, not a lot. Just uh, hanging out. Living yeah. life. Living life. Okay, buddy. Well, that's that's fair enough to be said. He's a man of very few words here, unless he... Okay, okay, Charlie. I am. <laughs> if you're not watching this on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, or Twitter, you're missing out. And, and go back and watch it. It's Charlie, Charlie's just being Charlie here. Oh, man. All right, buddy. Well, glad everyone's doing well. Whether you're on your regular podcast platform, Burns Radio, wherever you're watching, listening to Rambling About Racing, really do appreciate you showing up and taking the time to do this. Let's go ahead and get into it quickly. Formula One at Spa, NASCAR at Daytona. We'll start off with Formula One since Preston's here. What was it? Did everybody watch the race one and two? How did everybody enjoy the race from Belgium? I I thought it was pretty good, considering I Max Verstappen started 14th and. Zoomed his way up. Yeah, uh, he. 
I mean, he he showed how much of a a powerhouse Red Bull is. I mean, they they ran pretty much top three all day long after uh, Verstappen got to the front, starting on that soft compound. You know, I think at the beginning of the race they were kind of, you know, the announcers or whatever, broadcasters or whatever were kind of like, you know, will this work? Uh, well, it it pretty sure it paid off, and plus, it, he went a lot longer on the softer compounds than what they were expecting him to go as well, which I think is really what paid paid dividends there. So, um, yeah, he, he, he showed up and showed out for sure. Uh, you know, Lewis Hamilton made a rookie move for sure. Uh, that, that was the best part of the race when Lewis Hamilton yeah, got caught out and then that little walk back he made. Oh, whatever. I, Lewis Hamilton, go away. Man. And the, the memes that have followed yes. that yes. Are, are amazing. 100%. So, and uh, who is it? Well, Alonso that he was tied up with right then? Yeah, I think so. Right, Preston. Uh, man, I, I'm talking about – I almost said the truth there, though, that unless this guy – uh, you know, qualifies first or or is out front that he he can't drive. I'm like, man, you know, he kind of kind of got a point. Yeah, well, we, you know, he's he's been starting mid back to the back and he hadn't done crap this year. No, he hasn't. But last year, you know, he was starting up front every race or starting towards the front and was a was a powerhouse. And I'm like, well, you know, he kind of got a point. But, you know, yeah, it, it is what so. it is. It must pay to start up front. Yeah, yeah it so, does, actually, yeah. But then, <laughs> and at the same time, that same race, when he said that, this same race, Verstappen started 14th and drove his way to the front and did it cleanly. So, it, a lot to Good be point. said with that statement, I guess, in, in my eyes. Not not just trying to hate on Hamilton at all. I but will. there's a lot, yeah. a lot that, to be said with that, that that's statement. That's a lot right so, there. I'll so, say it for you, yeah. I'm, I'm glad Hamilton got himself taken out. He took himself out right there. Yeah, he absolutely spot. did. That was a stupid move. Yeah, I'm glad. Preston, I mean, since you haven't been here for a while, tell us your thoughts on Spa. I, um, I thought it was a good race. Like uh, like Charlie said, Verstappen was a hell of a drive for sure. I mean, Red Bull does have the power. Let's, you know, we'll not, we'll not push that to the wayside. They definitely have the power, so it's not like he was in any kind of rush. Because at that point, I think they were only really competing against Ferrari to uh, to the point there. So, yeah, but, yeah, uh, pretty good race overall. I mean, it, it, it kind of gets a little slow towards the middle once everything starts to, you know, fan out and things like that. But, I mean, also you touched on it. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, definitely a rookie move for sure. He probably thought that Alonso was going to give him the space, but... I mean, I think, what was that, the first lap? Who's going to give anybody space on the first lap to no, begin nobody. with? So. Yeah, now if that was in the middle of the race, he probably would have been expecting Alonso to, you know, he probably would have had DRS at that point past him. You know, Alonso probably would have backed out everything, but, I mean, you're trying to go around the outside yep. into that turn like that. So that that's definitely a uh, – boy, when he made that when he made that move and Alonso got into him, I was like, oh, if he's not going to get a penalty for that, he's definitely going to be out of this race. And sure enough, uh, yeah, they told him, Lewis, park the car. Just park the car. I just hear a total wolf going, Lewis, park the car, park the car, Lewis. Stop, stop the car. Stop, 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 park the car. I love it. toast. Just park the car. I love it. Anytime, anytime. You are an idiot. <laughs> Pretty much, man. I can't stand Lewis Hamilton or Total Wolf. By the way, you can find our Anybody But Hamilton t-shirt exclusively at Bonfire. Follow the links at ramblingaboutracing.com through the store. Links will be in the podcast description as well. 
for your latest and greatest anybody but lineup here, as long with Lewis Hamilton there. But yeah, I thought it was a good race. Verstappen finished first. Red Bull showing their dominance again, finishing first and second. Carlos Sainz finishing third. My pick, Alonso or Leclerc, I should say, finishing sixth. Not the best run for, for the top runner, I dare say, there in Ferrari. Carlos Sainz has quickly taken that reign. And George Russell finishing fourth is quickly, I think, becoming the number one driver at Mercedes as well. Yeah, I think that was my pick. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, I thought it was a good race. I think my uncle, although, spoiled it for me. He he forgot the golden rules saying, you know, have you watched the race yet? And he gave it away. <laughs> so, it, but, hey, it doesn't matter. I still watched the race. It was still a good race all the way up there for I, Leclerc. I will say that the one rule I don't agree with, and I brought it up in our group chat, and I can't remember who it was, but it got beached. It wasn't even. Oh, you probably talked about Botas. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't even issue. anything of his doing. Like somebody else spun out, and he he barely got clipped, but it was just enough to spin him out and send him into the gravel, and he got beached. But it it he was done for the day because he got beached. I I, I don't agree with that rule in F one at all. For the, for the most part. A lot of their rules, fine. I get it because of how these cars are designed and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of these um, aerodynamic parts and stuff like that are super sensitive. But if you get beached and, and this car is fine, I feel like you should be able to continue. I, I don't think that should end your day. Like This was lap one or lap two, and, and his day is done because somebody else spun out, barely got him. He got parked because of it. So... I, I don't know. I I just don't feel like that should ruin his day just because he got beached. I think that's just part of Formula One, and just it is what it is when it comes to that. It's unfortunate as it is, but yeah, you can keep those wheels spinning and get out of there. Great, but the rocks are there for a reason. It's a safety issue. It, it, it's I think it's just part of the lore of F1. If you get beached, you get beached. Oh, well, I think the same way in NASCAR. I'm sure if you get beached in NASCAR, they're not going to push you out. Yeah, but you get to continue. If you get out of the sand trap or the, rock, no, they, the gravel no, you, trap. No, they'll pull you out and you continue. I mean, they're to, pulling people out who get stuck with flat tires. Yeah, true. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of I, – I, I like that factor about <laughs> Formula One, though. I do. But overall, good race. Can't wait till – I'm glad the summer break's over. Glad to see Formula One back on track. And as well, I'm glad that spot didn't rain out like it did last year and then awarded half points. What an odd time that was. Yeah, that was a weird time, 2021. It was just kind of in the middle of everything, CODA and everything, or COVID <laughs> and everything. I said CODA for some reason. For... Folks, going to take a quick break from this week's episode to tell you about our newest lineup at Bonfire, which can be found at ramblingaboutracing.com under the stores tab. There you will find our latest lineup, which is the anyone but lineup. Yes, the anyone but lineup. Everyone has that one driver, whether it's Formula One, Indy, or NASCAR, that you just want to root against. My personal favorite is the anyone but Chase Elliott shirt. But you also have anyone but Austin Dillon, anyone but Kozlowski, anyone but Lewis Hamilton, anyone but lineup only exclusively at the Bonfire store at ramblingaboutracing.com under the stores tab. There you will find all the products you're looking for to choose that you want to pull for the driver that you don't want to see win. So head over to ramblingaboutracing.com under the stores tab. 
There you will find our link to the Bonfire Store where you will find our exclusive lineup of Anyone But shirts. And if you can't find your driver on there, go ahead and reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, or at Indemarbles at Hotmail.com and we will make you up the shirt that you driver of the driver that you don't want to see win. So it's a new lineup. Go check them out at ramblingaboutracing.com under the stores tab. Again, I keep saying that, but it's very important that you know where to find it. Or anyone but line up a new line launching from here at Rambling About Racing. Go check it out. You look good to it. All proceeds go to help out Rambling About Racing, bring you more content in the future. Head over to ramblingaboutracing.com under the stores tab again go find it anyone but lineup and if you don't see your driver there go ahead and reach out to us and we'll make sure to add them uh, daytona here for the we'll start off with the xfinity series real quick before we get into our brackets jerry clemens Pulling off the win there, and I guess you could say the breakfast that was... Jeremy. That's what I said. No, you said Jerry. No, I said Jeremy. No, you said Jeremy. We said Jeremy. Thank you. Thank you, Austin. All I I heard was Jerry. Yeah, you heard what you wanted to hear. Jeremy Clemens won the breakfast that was there at Daytona for the Xfinity Series. I was watching it with Charlie and Herc's via FaceTime, and after, I think, the second green-white checkered attempt, I said, it's 1 o'clock in the evening. I'm going to bed. Woke up expecting to see Noah Gregson winning. However, I woke up and saw Noah Gregson all the way down in the 22nd position. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. It was quite impressive, and I I just must say there's a background noise if you're watching us live. And when Charlie mutes his bike, it goes away. Sounds great audio. But I'm just going to... Mr. Famous over here. Mr. Famous Race no, Car Driver. Pretty sure it says not famous. It just yeah. says race car driver. Anyway, but hey, what was everybody's well, thought? I don't know what it is. So, <laughs> What was everybody's thought of the weekend overall at Daytona? I thought it was a breakfast of a weekend. There were some mistakes made by NASCAR. There were some mistakes made, I, I guess, mainly NASCAR in the weather, but the weather can't play a factor. There are some ideas that I've heard to fix that issue. But what was everybody's overall takeaway from the races at Daytona? Jeremy Clemens winning the Cup Series race and Austin Dillon locking in that 16th and final spot at the Cup Series level well, for the playoffs. What was everybody thought about that? Well, you said Jeremy Clemens won the Cup Series race, but he won the Xfinity no, Series race. No, I said Austin Dillon won the Cup Series race. Austin. I was looking at my this delicious beer. I, What's he up, Brandon? Listen, no. This, yeah, this, is the, this is the first yeah. thing. Hey, hey Deb, but he said, he said, he said, he said, uh, Jeremy Clemens won the Cup Series race and then Austin Dillon won. It doesn't matter. What was everybody's takeaway from the, this weekend of Talladega? Sorry, guys. We strive to be like perfect Charlie Herkis, so we apologize. Well, you know, somebody's <laughs> got to correct people on this show. We just can't be, you know, just 
And, 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 I, don't know, and I don't know what Charlie changed on his end, but the sound is gone. You guys hear that? I haven't probably, heard anything the whole time. I heard it. He probably, he probably kicked the dog or something. Oh, okay. The, I had the door shut. The dog's not even in here. Okay. Well, what, hey, before we get started, I, I do not agree with animal cruelty. So, no, we don't. Before we get started, what's up, Brandon? Saw your comment right there. And, but what, uh, what was everybody's thought on Daytona, Xfinity, and Cup Series? Xfinity race was long. I think it was too. It was really long. I mean, to the point it where was. to the point where I said I'm going to bed before it even it, finished. It obviously yeah. wasn't too awfully long because as soon as that was over, me and Austin decided we were going to. Jump on there and I race. Yeah, we, we, we were testing. We 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 got a quick test session in for the race tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Saturday, so. we, we really did. And then, like, I raced first, and then Austin raced. But while Austin was racing, I fell asleep on the couch watching TikTok. So Austin kept he- Austin kept hearing the same TikTok over and over and over and over and over because I fell asleep watching it. I did. We, 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 we caught a caution and I turned around and he's a, he was like this. I'm like, hey, yeah. you, you, you gonna get up? You gonna get up? Good, everybody. I'm tired of hearing that TikTok. But the Xfinity race was just too long. Yeah, it was a wreck fest. It was a wreck fest. A lot of cars. They yeah. they probably should have just got up and ran. I mean. Tried to run it at a different time, and I think Preston will. And Preston did that little thing. I saw that expression, Preston. What are your thoughts on that? I, I mean, I think the start times are kind of thrown off here. I mean, we want a night race at Daytona. I like night racing, period. But I mean, do you think that's a good idea given the inclement weather coming in? And I'm sure there's a lot of moving parts, like TV times and start times. But what are your? I know we're going to probably beat that horse here. You go back and listen to any episode of Rambling About Racing with Preston. And he, he always brings up start times and when it's road courses, track limits. Yeah, so start yeah, times. Um, I'll try not to go dive into it too much because uh, I have. I'm sure there's other things to talk about with the cup race, but as far as Xfinity, I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I got home and I would turn the TV on and it's like, oh, they're getting ready to start. That's cool. And then I fell asleep during the uh, the pace laps, so I didn't even get to see any of the race actually because I was just that tired. But it was kind of late for it to be on to begin with. I don't know. Like you said, there's there's a lot of moving parts. You, you really you really don't know. I mean, yes, NASCAR is probably looking at the incoming weather, but like this isn't. I'm not trying to downplay any of the series in NASCAR whatsoever. But like, it's it's Xfinity series. Like, if we have a chance to like maybe move it to the next day because it's gonna be way too late, why not just move it to the next day? I'm not trying to say. I'm not trying to take away any kind of. I'm not saying Xfinity Series is not important or anything like that, but like you're talking about a race that's I don't even know how many laps it was again. Probably like what 120 or something like that. I think it was 100 scheduled. Yeah, 100 scheduled. I mean, it's not like the Cup Series where we're like waiting, anticipating on this whole big playoff thing because you know they push the Cup Series for playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. You know, it's the big thing of the weekend. So I mean, I don't think it would have really mattered if they would have pushed it to the next day, anyways, because. Um, Pretty sure it was raining for the most part on that Saturday. I think that's where the issue came in. There is right. we we need to get it in tonight, just for the sheer fact of there's a huge chance of rain tomorrow morning, and around that time because we're already looking at having to postpone, possibly postpone the start of the Cup race as well. So I think that might have been the reasoning of such a late start time. I, I don't agree with the. That, that late of a start time at all either. But I guess in that situation, it may have been justifiable because it, it, it wouldn't have been the first time at all that they've postponed a 
Xfinity race and turn around and ran it right before a cup race either. So I, I guess that's where they may have justified just running it so late and, and then running the cup race the next day because of the chance of weather um, when they would have normally postponed the Xfinity race to the next day. And rain did play factor throughout the weekend. We saw a really big wreck and good switching over to the Cup Series here in the Cup Series race where yeah. I'd say 90, 80% of the cars were taken out. 80% yeah. of the contenders because of rain. It was kind of reminiscent of the 2001 Winston All-Star race where it started raining and everybody wrecked. Austin Dillon squeezed his way through and lined himself up for a victory, and he earned that victory. I'm a big Austin Dillon hater, but he... Raced his way up there. He stayed up there, kept his fenders clean all day, avoided the big wreck, and won that race. Now, here comes the big issue that I see coming from this past weekend. Rain being an issue. Now, Daytona's a big track. If you've never been there, it I mean, you could be racing, raining in turn one, three and four on one and two being completely sunny. It's such a big track. Do you guys, what are your guys' ideas or solutions to that problem? Should there be sensors on the track to detect moisture? Should there be spotters every 50 to 100 feet in the track? Should there be, I mean, what should happen to prevent this happening again? I'm going to start off with Charlie here because he's holding up five fingers for some reason. I was just raising my hand. Oh, yeah, um, go ahead. Anyway, uh, so me and, me and Jeff were actually talking about this last night. You know, we were talking about having spotters, you know, maybe in in each corner, so to speak, or you know, three spotters in the corner and maybe, you know, a few down the straightaway, you know, maybe even an eighth to a quarter mile away from the track and actually telling you when the rain is coming. Like, hey, it is raining on me right now. I like that idea. That's an idea. That's an idea I've never heard. heard. Uh, uh, Especially uh, especially on the bigger plate tracks like that. Martinsville, Richmond, Bristol, even your mile tracks like Dover and stuff like that, maybe not as much. Um, even even a mile and a half tracks and stuff like that, maybe not as much, but your bigger like two-mile tracks, two-and-a-half-mile super speedways and stuff, absolutely. Uh, uh, play, play some people down the tracks and away from the tracks – an eighth of a mile at the minimum um, and have them say, look, Hey, it, it's raining on me. Like it is sprinkling on me right now. We need to do something like the rain is coming. It's sprinkling on me. It's only a matter of time before it hits the track. Uh, it, it's time to, it's time to throw a caution. Right. And we're not just talking about Daytona and Talladega. You could throw Pocono in there as well. It's another yeah, similar absolutely. track. Two and a half miles. Huge. Yeah. It's a huge yeah. track. So, I mean, does everybody I, – I like that idea. I like the idea of spotters around the track. Hey, it's raining. Throw the caution. Because I would rather NASCAR have egg on their face saying, rain came out, we're going to throw the caution because one yep. of our spotters picked up rain. Vice what happened at Daytona this past weekend where 80% of the cars were wadded up. Yeah, because you, you can watch a you can watch a radar all day. And radar is so green right on top of the track. But green don't mean it's raining. Yeah. Green just means – there's Moisture. a chance of rain. Yeah. Yeah, because so, it, it was raining all weekend this past weekend with me and you racing. And it a, never, absolutely. It and it never, never rained a drop at the track. Yeah. So right. I, I just feel like it, you could stand right next to the track, have your spotters stand right next to the track, but standing there right next to the track, and by the time they feel rain, it's too late. 
have them, like I said, an eighth of a mile away from the track at a minimum, um, if not a little bit further, so that you have time to react to the rain. Right. And, and then do that. Because I, I, I've raced go-karts in Florida, and it's rained a tenth of a mile off the back straightaway and never touched the track and, and stuff like that. And, and we've raced all night long. It's situations like that right. to where you can make judgment calls. Right. And, and it'd be better suited for everybody. You not have situations like you did this past weekend in the cup race where it, it's raining in a hundred foot session of the track, which is all it did rain was a hundred foot session of the track. Whenever that wreck happened, I, you drove through it and then the track was dry. Right. So, I, but that's all it takes whenever you're doing, you know, 180 mile an hour. On, yeah, on especially going right. through the corner and turning. Absolutely. And the cars are yeah. loaded down to the track. So, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it was unfortunate for NASCAR. I think NASCAR got an egg on their face. I think, mm-hmm. I think changes will come not only for Daytona and Talladega, but for track, every other track on the NASCAR schedule, with yep. the exception of road courses where they can yeah. race in the rain and throw on the wet weather tires and be fine. But that, that's a good solution to it. What would happen? I don't know. I think NASCAR need. I think this is a wake-up call for NASCAR for them to work through this issue and find a solution for it. But I'm all about I mean, I think NASCAR has the money and the resources to put up spotters an eighth of a mile, a half a mile away from the track and say, hey, rain's coming my way and it's it's heavy. And having a, a kind of a relay, maybe another spot or an eighth of a mile. Hey, his rain just hit my hit me. It's coming. It's coming fast because I'd rather see that, and I'd rather see him throw the caution and err on the side of caution, vice seeing eighty car eighty percent of the field wadded up like that. Because I think yeah. that took away millions from the overall millions race. And millions of dollars of cars crashed. Yeah, I mean, yep. not only that, it, you saw a four car race. It, it was almost like they were racing pre-restrictor plate in the 70s and early 80s when it came down to the end of the race. I made the same comment. <laughs> yeah. And, and not that that's a bad thing, but at the same time, when you go to plate tracks like Daytona and Talladega, you want to see that pack race in, especially in the, what it was in the early 2000s. Yeah, I, I will say this, though. O- overall, with an exception of, of a little bit of the Xfinity race, the Cup Series race – was pretty much too wide racing for the majority of it the race. Was. Like you, you did not see that. Hey, we're going to single file and we're going to run that high line you or saw we're it run the bottom line. You saw it at yeah, times. We saw it a couple of times, and that's just when one line would lo- lose a little bit of momentum, and, and they they would take them a little. You know, it would take them a little while to kind of gather the momentum back up. But for the most part, uh, these cars, uh, the, these next gen cars or whatever, it, it's eliminated. That single file runs for the most part. Like you, you for the most part keep these double file pack racing for the most part that we're that we're used to seeing on these restricted plate tracks. Right, and as crazy as it is, I mean, you're right. I saw that we saw a little bit of up line racing, but that was kind of towards middle of the stages. I feel. Yeah, but overall, I mean, I thought it was a good race. The big takeaway from that race is, I think it was. Since it was the final race of the regular season, anybody's up for grabs within the top 30. Austin Dillon gets it, secures his position, although be it at the expense of, I feel, Kurt Busch. But the big one, the big race I think everybody was looking at was Martin Shrex Jr. versus Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney got caught up in that wreck early, stayed in it. And still got in. And still got in. A blow for Martin Shrex Jr. and Joe Gibbs racing. 
but a big victory for Joe Gibbs. For I should say not Joe Gibbs racing, but for Penske racing and Ryan Blaney. That was more fun to watch than I think Austin Dillon winning, in my opinion. It was. It was. I don't oh, think yeah, anybody yeah. I don't think anybody likes seeing Blaine, uh anybody likes seeing Dillon win. No, <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't much <laughs> although he earned it this past weekend, I didn't much care. Austin yeah, Dillon because won it. I, and I'll give it to NASCAR. Like kudos to them for putting the effort in it to dry the track and finish the last twenty one laps. I like that. Yep. I like that. I mean, because if yeah, you, I got to agree, agree with Charlie 100% on that one, too. Because you got to look at it like this, and I'm going to steal something from the guys at Blind Spotting, which they, they said today. They said if you pay money to go watch a race, uh, Charlie and Preston, we've been to races together. You you pay money to go to a race. You spend gas to go to the track, and in our case, it's Talladega, tailgated. In our case, at the Roval, tailgate camp, all that stuff. You, drink beer. You and drink beer. You want to see that race end with a checkered flag falling and not range joined race. I mean, the only Coca Cola six hundred I was at, David Rudman won, and that was two thousand nine Coca Cola six hundred, and it rained all weekend. And David Rudman ended up winning that race because they NASCAR called it. I feel like I didn't watch the Coca Cola six hundred. I feel like I watched the Coca Cola three seventy nine or whatever it was. But when you go to a race, you want to see the checkered flag fall. I think NASCAR did everything they could, and and I and again, this is a big proponent. I'm a big proponent of this. Half lights at every sanctioned NASCAR track, whether it's a road course, super speedway, short track, it doesn't matter. Half lights at the track because then you can at least have the opportunity to finish under the lights. Vice, just yep. saying, we're calling it. Yeah, just- I agree. I, I think if you're going to have a NASCAR sanctioned race at the track. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. You should be required to have lights. Yep, I've been saying it for years. For some that, reason, NASCAR didn't listen to me. I, I'm gonna tell you, I, if you had a Talladega night race, sold out every year, it would become the new Bristol night freaking race. Losing. It would become <laughs> the new would, Bristol night no, race, and Bristol would you have to probably, step up. You could probably double sell the tickets because everybody that's got a ticket is gonna get drunk. And then you get their tickets, resell them, you make twice the money. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We could turn around and sell the tickets we have right now for like quadruple. Oh, probably. Yeah. Although we take away from the NDC. Yeah. Like away Austin from and Emerson gave me their money. So, like, they're, they're out. Like, I can just make money now. Preston, we might not be out. Oh, yeah. Preston could come. We might not be out. And Preston could come at that point, I feel. But. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm just glad. Oh, to, 
I'm just glad the I'm, <laughs> I'm just glad the race finished. I mean, congratulations, Austin Dillon. Although, be it, I don't like Austin Dillon. It is what it is. I thought he did well. I, Jeremy Clemens did well. That was the, the races at Daytona. It is what it is. I mean, Daytona was kind of just a was just I think controversy. It, it was a lot of controversy. A lot of hey, NASCAR should have done this. NASCAR should have done that. But I feel like we're going to see changes coming down the line here. Well, the I, I I wanted to bring up the I felt like most of the controversy yeah, also ahead, came buddy. with the, the the caution as well for that rain because they were saying how how Kevin Harvick was arguing that he was technically in front but NASCAR was ruling Austin Dillon and but I mean now I think it was Bob Pockers that went out and said this that he went and found it in the rule book that there's nowhere anywhere that says that you have to continually maintain speed because NASCAR set themselves up for this when they say they timestamp it as soon as the caution comes out and if you look at the timestamp technically Kevin Harvick was in front of Austin Dillon at the time but then Harvick got into the wreck but then he kept driving after the wreck and Austin Dillon was in front of him and NASCAR was like no nah, it's really Austin Dillon and yeah, I always thought they went off of when the lights came on that is when they come that is the yeah. time i mean once that those yeah. lights come on and the track field is frozen they go back that used to be but the scoring loop up, but if you get tied if it, I, a lot but, of places always go with the rule though if you're involved in the wreck you don't count Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, Austin Dillon's the only one who made it through that wreck. So that's, that's why NASCAR needs to go back to something like that where you have to make it through. Because yeah. then you have people oh, arguing I'm, that, hey, I, I'm in front. I because like that's part of the rule, though. That If, if they would have ended he, the race early, yeah, but then he, Kevin Harvick would have made a point to say, hey, I was technically in front. And if you're going to end this race, I'm technically still in front of Austin Dillon, even though my car is not running. If you're not going to restart the race, I'm still in the lead technically. That would have caused I mean, so much controversy. It would have been unbelievable for NASCAR to, to come back from that. I think that was probably one of the reasons why NASCAR got to it driving the track. I think so, too. I think that's what it was. I think they oh, yeah. were trying to bail themselves back out of that hole. They if, didn't want to. We they didn't want people, you know, reaming them about it. Yeah, 100%, Preston. That's a good point. And see, your vital point to this, or vital part of the show. <laughs> You need to stay here, regardless of what what's going on. I don't care if you're in the IT and media studio or there via Streamyard. You need to be part of the show. Plain and simple, man. Oh, I'm here. There you go, buddy. But I thought it was a good race. I thought we saw a lot of action here. Anything else to cover before we get into our brackets, our pre, our playoff preview here, and break down each of our brackets here for damage vehicle policy. Damage vehicle policy. There's one thing we're going to talk about here before we head on to our and break down our brackets here. Damage vehicle policy got moved up from twelve or six minutes to ten minutes. Now I'm not a big fan of the damage vehicle policy as it is. No, I, I, I I'm not. Either. I think if you take your car back to the garage, it should be like old school days. I get NASCAR's trying to save teams money, but teams are also trying to get points because yep. had you get. Had you been involved in the accident there during that, we'll just take uh, – who should we take here? I'm going to just take uh, Todd Gilliland, for instance, here, who got caught up in the accident. No, Harrison Burden's better. Got caught up in the damaged vehicle policy. Had he not been caught up in the damaged vehicle policy, he would have finished not 19th, but he would have finished 17th. Though not a big deal, though not a big thing, but what if it was a Ryan Blaney and Martin Truex Jr.? In that case, that 19th to 17th could have made the difference between Ryan Blaney making the playoffs and Martin Truex Jr. making the playoffs. 
I, I feel like that's where it comes in here. And then them to expand it to four more minutes, do it either at the start of the year, don't make special rules for the playoffs. Um, that's the, also the point that I bring up when Bob Pockers was the one that said something about it, about the NASCAR was going to increase it from six to ten minutes. It's, he says that teams felt they needed that time for the next gen. You guys didn't think about you needing the time for the next gen before the season even started? All of a sudden we're changing it in the middle of the season? It's a stupid rule to begin with. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I yeah. hate it. I mean, don't, yeah, don't I change it. it for the last 10 races. I mean, no. yeah. I, you've had this long to figure out, oh, well, this ain't long enough. Oh, why, why, why is it not long enough for the last 10 races? So we'll just change it as we go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't, don't change the rules as you go. Say in the begin in the start of the 2023 NASCAR season, the damage vehicle policy either is being eliminated or it's increasing from six minutes to ten minutes. Don't yeah, change it. Watch just wait until the end of the season and yeah. have like a bit. I'm sure NASCAR and, and probably change, does a sit down at the end of the season, yeah, but change, be like, what did we do wrong? What did we? Where did we go wrong this season that we can change for next season? I mean, I'm sure they do that. If there's one thing that NASCAR could get rid of besides in in or add to it, besides adding lights to every sanctioned NASCAR track. It's getting rid of that damaged vehicle policy. That damaged vehicle policy is, to me, not conducive to a good season-long championship. Neither is the playoffs, as it is, in my opinion. But that damaged yeah. vehicle policy, just, I don't like it. Regardless of who's involved in it, I, I just could care less about the damaged vehicle policy. Six minutes, ten minutes, twelve minutes, it doesn't matter. Get rid of the damaged vehicle policy NASCAR, because... I, I think the biggest hiccup to that is them changing the rules right before the playoffs. Does that involve? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, to me, I don't know. I, I didn't read much into it. I saw the the post come up from Bob Pockress, but that is, is the damage vehicle policy only for the playoff drivers, or does it trickle down to every other driver not in the playoffs? Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it's for everybody, but anybody that's outside the playoffs at this point is not really going to care. You know. Yeah, they're not going to care. They're going to probably pack it up. Hey, we're, we're not in the playoffs anymore, which is another yeah. bad thing. To yeah, like, let's, let's not go out there and ruin any more equipment than we have to. Right. Exactly. But, you know, I DVP is I, a horrible I said thing. this in a group chat, too. So, we, you know, I, I don't mind the playoffs, but I don't like the current setup uh, of the playoffs. Like, we can keep the playoffs, but I don't like the win and you're in. I, I feel like that puts – too much on – I feel like that's a whole different issue there is the win and you're in. I do, however, like the point structure, the current point structure, except for the playoff points. I don't agree with the playoff points. I think that if there's 40 cars, winner gets 40 points, last place gets one point. If there's nine cars, winner gets nine point, last place gets one point. It puts a whole different emphasis on consistency. Like we said, if 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 it wasn't for the current point structure and to win, if you're in, Ryan Blaney would have have had no issue being in the playoffs because he would be like third or fourth in the day points, if or second or third in the points. If that's the case, then okay. If the wins are going to mean something, then fine. Hey, maybe give them five extra points for winning. And it still means something for consistency, but it also means something that, man, if I have a bad race, that means I can drop four or five spots just for having one bad race. Man, if I have two bad races, like we've seen multiple drivers do, 
man, I could be, I could drop 10 places in points for having two bad races. I, I like the point structure, and, and I wish every track across America would, would have that same point structure. And like I said, I don't mind the playoffs. I'd be fine with doing away with the stage racing if they did that. Keep the point structure. Do away with the win if you're in. Keep the playoffs. But put put more emphasis on still winning for those extra points so that if you did have a bad race, uh, okay, well, at least I had those five points for winning and I didn't fall three positions. Those five points kept me from falling three more positions. So, and that way, it's consistency is everything. That way, hey, Michael McDowell's been running pretty consistent all year. He might be in the playoffs right now. Or same way with, heck, even even Truex. Truex might be in the playoffs right now over over Austin Dillon. Let's face it, Truex would probably be in over, over Suarez or over a few of the other ones if it wasn't for them actually winning. So it is what it is. If it was that point structure, these these playoff drivers right now, these sixteen playoff drivers, would probably be completely different. Yeah, probably. So, but I mean, winning you're in the playoffs. I mean, it's very yeah. controversial. It's a very touchy, taboo subject. I feel with NASCAR, you either love it or you don't. Just one of those things. But anything else regarding Daytona? before we head into our bracket breakdown and our preview of the NASCAR Cup Series playoffs? I don't guess. Preston and Austin? Nope, nothing. No, I'm good. All right. Well, here's our bracket breakdown here. And by the way, if you submit the bracket, you could download a a blank bracket off of NASCAR.com. If you submit that to inthemarbles at hotmail.com and fill it out, submit it, you are... Put in, and if you have a perfect bracket, you'll get a free Rambling About Racing t-shirt and a pint glass for from Rambling About Racing, courtesy of us here at Rambling that, About Racing. Does that include me? Yeah, that includes everybody. That includes <sighs> everybody. If you have the perfect bracket before, and you have to submit it before the drop of the green flag at Darlington. I'll forfeit my shirt and pint glass. For the Amazon gift card. Absolutely not. That is not. That's a fair trade. That's not the way it works. That's not the way it works. <laughs> which shirts, your largest or your mediums that you wear? No, no, no. That's not going to. Either that's, one. I'll take whichever one he wants to get. That's not the way it works. Here. Okay. So if you fill out the perfect bracket, you get a free rambling about race and t-shirt and pine glass. That's not only for the fans of the show, but everybody here on the show, the crew, as I call it, Preston, Austin, and Charlie, myself. I might treat myself to it. You never know. But the, here's how we're going to do it here. We're going to go through each round here, and we're going to say who doesn't advance to the next round. So if you have, like, say, in my bracket here, I have Elliot going all the way to Phoenix. I'm not even going to mention him. I'm going to tell you who's not going to make it. So pretty much tell us who's not going to make the round just so we could see and talk about that. But the first round being Darlington, Kansas, and Bristol. Three great races coming up here starting this weekend at the Southern 500 there at the Darlington Motor Speedway. Unfortunately, I will not. This will be the first time in three years that I will not make it to a Southern 500 because of just can't make it. Life. Life. That's a good That's a good one there, Charlie. Life. I can't make it because of life. So we're going to start off. Who wants to start it off? I could start it off if you guys want or if. I don't. I don't have my bracket. Um, 
might be at the hospital. I've just been a little busy the past you couple days. You told somebody to take a picture and send yeah. it to me. Uh, right. Or tell your wife to get out of the bed. I literally she showed had... up from the hospital and hopped on this thing. So it's been a little bit busy. Okay. No, a, no problem. That is a okay, I'll, I'll, excuse. I'll, start I'll, have, I'll have it done and after the podcast, I'll send y'all a picture. I'm just kidding. All right. Sounds yeah. good, bro. Okay. I'll, I'll go first. All right. Who does not make the round of 12 for you, Charlie? Dylan Bowman, Cedric Suarez. All right. I, I like those are good picks. Not to make it, but I, I would have to say here are the four that I'm not going to choose to go to the round of 12. It's going to be Briscoe, Bell, Bowman, and Cedric. I do have the first four drivers that I don't think will make it. That's all I got. Yeah. Who, who, would, you, who would you say that is there, Austin? I got Cedric, Dylan, Bowman, and Briscoe. A lot of Bowman's in there now. Why Austin? Why uh, Alex Bowman here? I mean, do we not think? I, I, just, I, just not not consistent. Just, has, just hasn't performed as well as I thought it would this season. He has a average finish this season as of Daytona of sixteenth. So I think yep. that's the reason why we're not going to make. What about you, Preston? <laughs> Who does not make the round of twelve? Chase Briscoe, Austin Cindric, Alex Bowman, and Austin Dillon. Wow, Austin. Great, great minds think alike. Yeah, am I the only did. one that picks Suarez? <laughs> you might be. In this round, you did. Let's just say in this round, you did. Yeah. Going to the round of trial 12, we have Texas, Talladega, and the Charlotte Roval. Can't wait for Talladega. Still can't wait for Talladega. It's going to be a lot of fun. Who does not make it for you guys? Or you want me to go first? You can go first. Here are the drivers. I, I have Austin Dillon being eliminated. William Byron, Daniel Suarez, and Daniel Hemrick. Not making it. Daniel Hemrick? Did you say Daniel Hemrick? Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Reddick. Reddick. Tyler Reddick. I might have had a few. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, Hemrick waiting to play us? Hold on. Wait a minute. So, something ain't right. Oh, one second. One second. Caroline, take his, take his alcohol away Ca- from him. Caroline's not here. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, Preston. I, I that's my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. No, not Daniel Hemrick. Uh, crap. Austin Dillon, Tyler Reddick, Daniel Suarez, and William Byron don't make it to the round of eight. What do you guys got? Hurry up. Take this pressure off me. Holy cow. Go ahead, Preston. Shoot. I'm deleting things by accident. A common thread with Preston there. Ross you... Chastain. Wow. Wait, wait. I got to ask here. Why Ross Chastain? He's been running well, in my opinion. I, okay, I don't know. I just think that he'll make it through the first round, but not the second round. Right, I'll answer it for Preston. Somebody's going to take him out. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's uh, going to take yeah. him out, probably. So. I say that, but I think He's they wait until the, the round of eight to do so. Yeah. Or um, sooner. You never know. I say Ross Justine, Blaney, Kevin Harvick, and Daniel Suarez. That would be probably my next four. All right. My, my four of the round of 12 that don't make it is Byron, Bell, Briscoe, Blaney. You got Bell going to the second round? I don't see Bell going to the second round. All right. Well, fair enough, man. And, Austin, you you remember your four who's not going to make it? I'm, I'm making it up as we go. I'm already on the round of eight. Um, second round going out, I got Byron, Suarez, Bell, and Kyle Busch. Wow, Kyle Busch. Why Kyle Busch? I don't think you'll find his, you know, his, his drive. I think he's going to go out second round. All right. Well, fair enough. 
Fair enough. And now, now we're going to switch gears. Instead of saying who doesn't get out of the round of eight, who makes it to the round of four? And who, who wants to start off with that one? What are the next three tracks there? Or in the, the, next, next, the next three tracks are Las Vegas, Homestead, and Martinsville. Martinsville. Ooh. So we're saying who makes it to the final four? Who makes it to the final four at Phoenix? I think it would be a little easier. No, no, that's fine. That's fair enough. Well, I'll go first. I'll go first. <laughs> I got Chase Elliott making it, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Larson, and Denny Hamlin. I think Hamlin takes out Chastain in the round of eight. There goes four goes Chastain, mm-hmm. and Hamlin goes to the round of four at Phoenix. I like everybody in yours but Hamlin. I think somebody else is going to make it before Hamlin does. Well, who, who makes it besides Hamlin? I don't know. I'm trying to look through the list of his list. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. It's, it's been a it's been a rollercoaster. I, I, I apologize. I'll give it to you. I say Hamlin makes it, Larson makes it, Logano makes it, and Elliott makes it. That'd be fun. Okay. That's that's my four. You got one Penske, two Hendrick, and one um, Gibbs, but only because uh, Hamlin waits till the round before the final four to take Chastain out. Because he really hadn't had much of revenge like yet, other than trying to block a little bit. Uh, but, but what if Chastain beats him too? It takes him one out. I don't think he will. <laughs> He's done it three times before. Hey, let's make it a fourth. Because I, I think you've seen a calm side at, so uh, of Chastain lately because he just hadn't been running that great. And so I think you'll see – Enough of an aggressive side of Chastain to make it just far enough in the playoffs for somebody to retaliate and take him out of the playoffs. All right. All right. Who uh, do we got go? I think we got Preston left. Preston, who do you, oh, who do you have for the final okay. four? All right. Final four. Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, Denny Hamlin, and Tyler Reddick. Ooh, Tyler oh, yeah, Reddick in the final four. Oh, wow. That'd be cool to see. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. That would be great to see. <laughs> Tyler Reddick will be making all the way up there. Now the big question is. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Who hoists the championship trophy after the checkered flag falls for the 2022 NASCAR season at Phoenix? Going to start off with Preston since he hasn't been here in a while. Oh, who hoists the trophy? Yikes. Out of your picks. This is your bracket, by the way. That's how, I, know, I have, I really like both Hendrick cars, but I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm choosing Tyler Reddick. Screw it. Tyler Reddick. Hey, Tyler Reddick. Hey, he's been running well I'm all gonna season. I'm going to go with it. I have a good feeling. And I have a good feeling about him. You also had a good feeling about Michael McDowell in the 2021 NASCAR Daytona 500 season. Kickoff. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. I, don't go he's off for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about you, Charlie? Who do you have winning the oh, championship? Oh, I said Austin. I'll go first. All right, Austin. Our second. You don't have me. I'll say Elliot hoisted the trophy and Charlie Hercus finished second because his chain came off. So. Oh, yeah. no. I finished second. I, I finished second in a cup championship. I mean, Absolutely. Hey, hey we, we've locked ourselves in. We both won a race. So. 
I'll no. finish second in a cup championship, sure. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Elliot. Don't think I won't do a burnout for finish second in the cup championship. We already did, Chuck. We already did. All right. Well, you should have been following from the start. All right. Well, here's, here, here's, Jason, here's Jason Reeves' final four. Make sure to put on your bracket there and send it to endemarvels.hotmail.com. I, I, got, don't know where, I don't know where Jason said I had a good night. I don't know. Well, it doesn't matter. Here's who I have. You had a good Friday, man. Yeah, me and Austin went through a case of beer. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, you guys well, did because twenty three beers. I drank the other one the next morning. Okay. Oh gosh, you're such an alcoholic, man. You need to. Go I see am her. not. Okay. There was only one left, and I was like, "Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Let's, let's polish this bad boy off." All right. Here's who I have. Here's who I have hoisting the trophy at Phoenix following the final race of the 2022 NASCAR Cup Series season. Gets his first Cup Series championship, Denny, Denny Hamlin. Denny. Nah, he, he's going to choke. No, he's Denny, choke. Denny no. Hamlin works out he, all the bugs and gets it done. No, he's going to take Chastain out a round of nope. eight, and then Chastain's going to take him out in the championship. Nope. Denny Hamlin yes, gets it done. Yes, Denny sir. Hamlin gets it done. Denny uh, Hamlin I, gets it done. I'm going to agree with Austin. Elliot's going to get his second championship this year in Phoenix. I'm just going to say this right now. Expect me at Talladega to wear the anybody but Chase Elliott shirt there. I'll probably get hated on, but you know what? Screw it. I'm, I'm not going to get jumped because I know I got my buddies there watching my back. You and Austin. I was jumping. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, I'm like, get it, get it. <laughs> oh no. I got twenty on him. <laughs> oh no! Oh god! Make sure to follow our anybody but line at Bonfire. Go check them out, man. Okay, any that was our brackets. Make sure to again submit your brackets to in the marbles at hotmail for a chance to enter in for a rambling about racing T shirt and pint glass. And that's open to everybody, the crew, everybody out there watching or listening to the show. Everybody's entering in for that. Gentlemen, anything else before we get into our final thoughts here? You sure I can't trade? Ah, one uh, sec. Stuff for my hundred dollar gift card. Absolutely not. Here, the schedule. Hey, are, are we resetting the uh, point structure for uh, playoffs like we did last year, where you get five picks per driver? I don't know. You're gonna have to check that. Yes, check it resets. It. it resets. Okay. It resets. You get five picks per driver. I already using my lineup for the weekend. Uh, okay, so the rate, upcoming race is here. premature you, there, don't you think? A little cocky. <laughs> well, that's Preston right there. Preston is Preston uh, sending I'm catching you, so you better watch out. Oh, yeah, you got to get ready. Oh, okay. Hey, what's wrong with premature, huh? <laughs> what you hate on premature about? <laughs> I do know where you live. Just letting you know that. Upcoming races for this week in the Southern 500 from the Darlington Motor Speedway, Sunday, September 4th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on USA. The Xfinity Series race will also be racing at Darlington, Saturday, September 3rd at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I might get a wild hair up my butt and go to that race to be determined here. The Truck Series is off until Kansas and Formula One. Let me see here. Netherlands. Sandivort. Netherlands coming up here. Let's see here. 
Sunday, September 4th at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on ESPN. And let me see. We have two more races for the IndyCar Series. Let me check the schedule here. Could have done that already. Sunday, September 4th from the Grand Prix of Portland at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on USA. So go check out all those races. We have a lot to talk about next week here at Rambling About Race. And gentlemen, anything else before we get into our final thoughts? Wait. Picks for Xfinity, Cup, Formula One, and IndyCar. We're going to start off with Preston here. Who do you have winning this? (laughs) (laughs) Who do we have have winning this weekend? Ooh, for Xfinity, Darlington, Noah Gregson. All right. He's the defending Uh, champion of that race. As far as Sunday goes, I'm going to go with Tyler Reddick. Why not? Tyler Reddick. Why not? Okay, Tyler Reddick wins the Southern 500. I'm on a newfound. Uh, I've discovered this new thing, Tyler Reddick. I think he's. Uh, I have a good feeling about Tyler Reddick for these playoffs. All right. What about Formula One in Indy? Definitely Max Verstappen again. I think he repeats like he did last year and at this track. As far as Indy goes, I don't know. I don't even know what the lineup looks like. We'll come back to you. What about you, Austin? Who okay. do you have winning this weekend? Or Charlie? Or if you guys aren't ready, I'll go. Uh, Xfinity, like Preston said, Noah Gregson, Cup. I'm gonna say Ross Chastain. Don't ask me why. Okay. Oh, going in and winning the first round. Wow. I just, I just feel like he's gonna, you know, pull his belt tight and go for it. Uh, Formula One, gotta go with my guy Verstappen. I'm still new into the Formula One swing of things, so y'all quit hating on me. I'm picking him every week. That's um, a good pick. Who we got left? IndyCar. Yep, IndyCar. Is it a road course or a It says Grand Prix, so I'm going to guess road, road course. course. Yeah, it's a road course. Yeah, I'm going to go with Colton Herta. Colton Herta, good pick there. Charlie, you ready or you want me to go? Xfinity, Allgaier, Cup Series Larson, F1 Perez, IndyCar, Alex Plew. All right. Good pick there. I Kind of a dark horse, I feel, but all right. I'll live with that. Xfinity, Ty Gibbs, Formula One, Carlos Sainz, IndyCar, New Garden, and for the Cup Series, the first round of the playoffs, the first race of the first round of the playoffs, defending race champion, Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin gets it done. Locks himself into the next round. I'll give you my next three winners, Larson, Elliott, Harvick. No, absolutely not. <laughs> yep, Larson at Darlington, Elliott at Kansas, Harvick at Bristol. I have personally seen Denny Hamlin win two Southern 500s, two Daytona okay. 500s, and a Bristol race. You can take your emotions out of it. No, I've seen it. I've seen it. It happens. It's happened. Denny Hamlin's going to win the championship. Are out. Emotions are out of the question. Yeah. Uh, we're, going gut, we're going with gut feelings. This is a... Brand new car, and it, <laughs> Denny Hamlin gets it done this weekend. It's a Southern 500. Gentlemen, anything else? Okay, we wrapped up, up, but like a short track race this year, so nah, nah. Okay, anything else? Last call before our final thoughts here. I guess get any final calls, final thoughts, since you're not going to throw your emotions out. Before we wrap up today's episode, I wanted to remind everyone out there about our partnership with Fanatics. Fanatics is a proud sponsor of Burns Radio, which we here at Ramblin' About Racing are a proud affiliate with. 
Fanatics, you can find all your latest and greatest NASCAR gears to get you ready for this coming up season, such as t-shirts, hoodies, hats, diecast, and so much more. But you don't only have to stop in there and buy NASCAR gear. I get all my latest and greatest Washington Capitals gear from there. Yeah, and not only do you get hockey gear and stuff like that, I go in there, that's where I get all my Alabama Crimson Tide gear. Yeah, that's right. Roll Tide, man. It's a one-stop shop for all your sports gear needs, no matter what sports you're interested in. All purchases help out. Burns Radio bring you latest and greatest content and keep us on the air to bring you guys that content through the radio. If you head over to ramblingaboutracing.com under our Partners tab, there you will find the link to Fanatics. Take you right there. Go do your shopping there for this upcoming racing season or for whatever sports you want. Go check them out. White flag, white flag. White flag, white flag. White flag, one lap to go, one lap right here. Final thoughts here on this episode of Rambling About Racing. If you stayed on to this point, congratulations. You have reached the final thoughts of this episode. And if you're watching this on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, or Twitter, really do appreciate it. Heads up here. Preston, you'll like this. I might purchase a video game this weekend and start streaming it on Twitch. F1 Manager. Ooh. What a loser. Hey, whoa, what the? Just, you're talking yeah. to our, you're talking to an OG right there, the Formula One guy of the show, man. I had to say, it. I, had to say it. I, I can't video game. I had to say, what a loser. Okay, it's gonna be on Twitch. Lego car. I'm a Lego car. Hey, hey guys, I just put my six thousand piece Lego F1 car together. Have you seen my Polly Pocket Girls? All right. Preston, you'll appreciate it. You'll appreciate it. Stay tuned on all social media platforms for updates on when we're going to start streaming on Twitch. I don't even think if I want I want Charlie and Austin streaming on uh, iRacing there on Twitch anymore. No, the heck with that. The IT and media platform he is says done. anymore. We haven't even done it yet. Well, I, 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 I mean, we, we ran some pretty good races on iRacing. Just I know. Deal deal. Well, guess what, Preston? It's just you and me now. Just you and me now. OGs back in the studio here. Preston, don't even show up for the podcast. He's right here. He's going to stream a race. I did I did stream a couple times before. He has. And every time He's I got I... one arm. <laughs> Fair point, Charlie. Fair point there. Okay. This week in NASCAR, rambling about race and fantasy podcast here. Uh oh. Preston, I got to do this for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there's your wife there's your oh, wife <laughs> did, I, did I miss the part on what happened to Preston's arm or we're not going wait, to wait, okay let's go ahead and tell that Preston oh, yeah. what happened uh, no, did say, you fall off a ladder no I gotta say no. this here I heard I heard rumors and what exactly might have happened there at the firehouse of course firehouse rumors are that firehouse rumors what happened to your arm Preston Oh, it's definitely gay. <laughs> I injured <laughs> I injured it working out. We were working out. Working out, huh? <laughs> oh, wow. 
Uh, oh, yeah, we were, and your wife said he, he decided, to work, decided to work out for once. Decided to work out for once. And the wife threw the bus in reverse and ran him right back over. <laughs> right back over. <laughs> oh, man. He said, hey, put three plates on. I'm going to try that from a warm yeah. up. Yeah, and I'm going to try three <laughs> plates. I, I, I warm up with 315. <laughs> Uh, uh, Preston, 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 you weigh ninety five pounds. Yeah, put three fifteen on there. <laughs> Poor Preston, man. Preston is by far one of the nicest guys at the firehouse, and everybody gives him crap for oh, it. Oh man, man, I, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> at, at least we're getting, <laughs> at least we're getting engagements here. That's great. But oh my oh, goodness! Oh, oh Austin's uh, spazzing out over there. Luckily, he's at the end of the show here. Hey Charlie, you want to go ahead and read off the fantasy standings for this week going into the playoffs for in the or rambling about racing's fantasy yeah, we'll, standings? We'll we'll do the top seven here because I'm pretty sure eighth uh, through twelfth aren't playing anymore. Yeah, I, I'm pretty confident about that as well. Yeah, so sitting seventh is uh, my lovely co-host here is uh, Matt with four thousand eighty-four points. Sixth is SMR R and D with four thousand three hundred ninety. Fifth is S Blaze with 4,412. Fourth is Matt Camper with 4,415. Third is Super Sumo 32 with 4,440. Second is SMR Operations. I believe that is Preston with 4,463. My league continues to grow, sitting at first with 4,744. I expect that it lead to continue to grow as we head into the playoffs. I honestly how, how, did you, how did you do this weekend of points? Because you know I helped you out just a little bit picking. I didn't help you, but we talked. About- I didn't finish first, but I, I did gain a little bit more lead. It was a crap show, I believe, for everybody in fantasy standings this weekend. As I believe everybody's things wrecked. I think you finished first. He this finished. Past he finished first. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, Charlie finished first, and oh, I thought I finished second. No, Preston finished no, you second. Were first. Good oh, job. Okay, well, I finished first. Talking about, I finished and fourth. Then I got three of the four picks at the bottom right too. So that was another thirty points. Oh, you know, I was a big part of that, but you know, I just oh. drinking my beer. <laughs> All right. Well, this week in NASCAR, September 5th, 1977, pit work. That's David Pearson, his second straight win in the Southern 500 at Darlington. Darrell Waltrip earns his nickname Jaws at the same event. Waltrip and Yarbrough and D.K. Yurlich are involved in an accident at, in lap two, 227. In response, Yurlich inquires talks. to what happened, and Yarbrough said... Jaws ran into you. So, Kale Yarbrough, on September 5th, 1977, coined the word Jaws for good old Daryl Waltrip there. And I that was it. That was our show. Episode 145 is in the books. Better, hey, hey, Preston, remember when we had a show named Better Late Than Never early in our In the Marbles career? I'd say this meets the same category. This will be out Friday for all yeah. your listening pleasure here for on your regular podcast platforms. But, gentlemen, anything else before we wrap up this week's episode? Austin, congratulations on the babies. I, I continue to pray for them. Hope they're doing well. Hope mom's doing well. Congratulations. Welcome to Fatherhood. Preston, I hope for a speedy recovery and hope that you come back next week 
after the Southern 500 to cover that race. Charlie? Yeah, leave, leave those 10-pound weights alone. Yeah, leave the 10-pound <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> Wait so long there, buddy. Charlie, it's great seeing you as always. Gentlemen, anything else? That's all I had. Hey, Dega's right around the corner. It's this month. We could say officially it is this month. No, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. September 29th. I'll be there. It's at the end of this month. Which it's, is it's this month. The race is in October. We'll be there in September. Give me a break. I Actually, yeah, I can go whenever I want to now. Yeah, we'll talk about that later on in later yeah. episodes. <laughs> I mean, I got, I'll be there Tuesday. <laughs> Set up the campgrounds for us. <laughs> the, the campgrounds Tuesday. Uh, actually, it's Tuesday through Monday. So There it is. You're fine. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I, I'm hoping I can attend y'all. I ain't making no promises. Man, if you, you know, can't, we, we totally understand it. Priority I, is I'll family. I'll some talks. Now, yeah, Charlie, oh, okay. Good, good luck know, with that. I I, listen, I trust him. I trust him. He was the reason I got to drive race cars weekend. So for once in my yeah. lifetime, I've known Charlie Hercus for five or six years. I trust the man. <laughs> let's not take uh, let's not take Austin away from his uh, babies here. I, I'd say his wife, babies. I think those come first, right? God, family, everything else, man. You'll be fine. Preston, anything else, man? Thanks for coming up, coming this weekend. I really do appreciate you showing up. Anything else, Preston? Nope. All right, Preston. Well, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up on this episode of Rambling About Racing. Thank you so much if you tuned in on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter. Really do appreciate it. If you're listening on your regular podcast platform, appreciate that as well. Make sure to head over to ramblingaboutracing.com to links to all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube for the latest and greatest in auto racing and what's going on in our lives as well. Make sure to fill out this bracket. Submit it before the green flag drops at the Southern 500 for your chance to win a Ramblin' About Racing t-shirt and pint glass. Special thanks to our partners, Stand Up to Cancer and Fanatics, for all they do not only for us here at the show, but for what they do for Burns Radio as well. For Charlie Herkus, Chuck 8384, Austin Reeves, Austin underscore Reeves 6, Preston Luda, Preston Lude, P underscore Luda, I'm Matt Beamer, Beamer 22 all of that on Twitter. Stay safe and have a good rest of the week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.